All right, in this episode, I'll be explaining how you can increase your conversion rate. And I'll be doing that by summarizing a report that surveyed over 10,000 law firm clients in Australia. And throughout this episode, I'll be going through the key findings of the report and explaining them and then providing suggestions on how you can use that information to increase your conversions. Now, some of the key findings in this report go through stuff like, you know, what factors do clients find most important when selecting their lawyers? How many lawyers do they consider? At what point do they make up their mind to engage a law firm? What days of the week are busiest? Uh, What time of year is busiest? And so on and so forth. So uh, at the end of this episode, you should have some some really useful information that's going to help you get more leads, um, more conversions, and ideally, some more high quality and profitable clients. Now, just a quick note, you've noticed that I've been releasing a few interview style episodes. Now, I just want to clarify, I don't have any plans to stop um, these types of episodes where, you know, it's just you and me um, and I'm going over a specific topic. Usually the episode's usually a bit shorter in length and, uh, you know, the the aim is just to give you really um, quick and actionable advice. So... I've been experimenting with a bit more variety and that's why I've been including the interviews and I really like doing them as well. And so far that feedback's been really good, uh, but please get in touch if you have any thoughts on, you know, what types of episodes you prefer, um, you know, how many of the interview ones you'd like, you know, compared to these types of episodes and, um, and you know, you get the idea. So I'd love to hear from you. Um, As usual, just before we dive in, if you want to get a free law firm marketing plan and a free case study, head on over to legalsites.com.au. If you want to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review, subscribe, and maybe tell a friend about the podcast. If you've got any ideas for future episodes, just get in touch with me. And finally, I just want to properly introduce myself um, to anyone who's never listened before. I'm your host, Brendan Kelso, law grad turned law firm marketing specialist, founder of legalsites.com.au, and you're listening to the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn how to leverage the most time-efficient law firm marketing strategies to get more leads, more clients, and more profit. So let's just get on with it. So first of all, okay, this report. Now it's by a uh, a legal tech provider called Setify. That's S-E-T-T-I-F-Y. You can go to setify.com.au to learn more about them. Full credit to Setify for making the report. Um, So Setify... in a nutshell, you're better off at checking out their website if you really want to get a good understanding of what they do. But essentially, they're just making it um, much easier for um, family law firms to get uh, get clients and get all the information they need off those clients to really speed up that intake process um, and to make it really clear, you know, what information is required going forward and to give a real snapshot of what the client needs. So, you know, for example, they'll, you know, make it easy for you to see what the assets and liabilities are, parenting goals, you know, living arrangements, all these other things so people can get from, um, from A to B. So that's essentially what Setify is. You know, it's going to be a little bit similar to some of those other options out there 
like Joseph and Otomio. There's probably a whole bunch of other ones out there that I haven't mentioned. Um, so I just want to make a few quick um, disclaimers. Some of you might be thinking, oh, well, I don't do family law. Why would I listen to this episode? Well, um, many of you who are doing sort of general practice areas like estate law, criminal, business, personal injury, property, you know, all that stuff, there's going to be a lot of similarities in the things that the clients want and the things that the clients don't want. So I really encourage you to keep listening to this, even if you do not do family law, because yes, Setify is primarily targeted towards family law firms, but I think a lot of you are going to get a lot of value out of this as well. And who knows, maybe some of you are even thinking of including family law, um, in your practice area. So it's definitely worth having a listen to. But even if you don't have any interest in doing family law, I highly encourage you to have a listen because this is going to give you a really good insight into consumer behaviors and trends and wants and needs and all that type of stuff. Now, it's going to be especially important for any law firms out there who want to use more technology um, in their marketing and on their website and just in general in their practice, you know, to, to save time and save money and to really help out the clients as well. Um, if you, you know, want to attract clients that really want an online solution, maybe a bit of a younger demographic, people who are quite busy, people who are usually employed, they probably get a decent income and so they might be a really good client for you. So, so uh, the data from this um, report is going to be really useful. Those are the type of people that you're trying to attract. And <clears throat> yes, uh, the report does only analyze people who used Setify, used the platform. Obviously, it's not going to include people who thought, you know, stuff this. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to use technology. I, I hate computers. I want to speak with a human. Um, I don't even, yeah. So obviously, those people um, <laughs> are not going to be, you know, included in the data. But look, I know a lot of you are really keen to save time and money by leveraging technology. I, I bang on about it on, on every single episode. Episode. Um, and so, you know, you never heard me do an episode where I talk about, you know, seven steps to putting an ad in the yellow pages. Um, it's all about, I keep laughing at my jokes like I'm really funny, but you know, uh, this, this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm talking about how to leverage the internet basically, okay, to get you more clients and, you know, get you to where you want to be. All right. So, um, yeah, we're not targeting, you know, so much those people who, um, you know, don't even know how to use, Google. So um, that was a little bit of shade thrown right there. But um, you know, those people aren't listening to this podcast, so they can't get offended. Uh, if you're listening right now, then you know, you're probably fairly capable with technology. And just another caveat before I get into the, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of this episode, look, the data is going to be really reliable because it's been taken directly from people who are using the platform. You know, so it's surveyed directly to those people. You know, we, we weren't, you know, paying a a receptionist to ask people questions over the phone. Okay, so really, really reliable data. Um, and uh, look, I'm just going through my notes. I think, you know what, I think I've defended myself enough. I think we can get on with it. All right. So here are the key findings. As I said, some of the main things I'll talk about is, you know, what factors clients find most important when selecting their lawyers? You know, what actually really matters? Do they really care if you have 30 years of experience or are there other things that they want to know? Uh, also, you know, what, uh, you know, how many lawyers um, does someone actually, you know, contact or consider contacting before they hire a law firm? So that, you know, if someone was referred to you, are they actually researching other lawyers as well? 
okay? Um, you know, when do they decide, uh, you know what, this law firm's for, for me, I'm going to hire them and, and so on and so forth, right? So those are basically the key findings and I'm going to be analyzing them along the way to help you get more con- con- <laughs> help you get more conversions and to help me get some speech therapy. So summary, uh, right. So here are the things in the report I found the most interesting, okay? So how do clients choose their law firm? All right, take a guess. Okay, you've guessed now. Most of you probably have said referrals. If you said referrals, you're correct. Okay, so is there any need for um, a business like Legal Sites that provides online marketing? Uh, the next, uh, well, yes, I'll explain why very shortly. Um, so it was twenty. It was about fifty-five percent per personal referrals. That was the main, you know, channel. Um, the next one was uh, internet searches. That was about twenty-five percent, and then there was a few other things like various other forms forms of, you know, word of mouth, past that you know, maybe they were they were a previous client in the past and they've come back as a client. You know, professional advisors maybe a, an accountant or someone like that or a financial planner or whatever. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, the law firm won an award, but there are a few other referral sources. But the main ones are personal referrals and um, internet searches at 25%. And look, the report didn't clearly explain, you know, the difference between personal referrals and word of mouth and all that. So I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, the point is when we break that number down by referral source, we see that, most internet searches will look at multiple websites. I'm actually quoting directly from the report right now in in case you're wondering. So surprisingly, of the clients who have been personally referred to a particular firm, nearly half will still look at other law firm websites. Okay, so essentially, this is what we need to know. Personal recommendation and referrals remain key drivers of new business, according to the report. Okay, but it, it, the report says, however, it is not accurate to think that recommendations are sufficient. Most clients look around, even those who have been referred. Okay, so to clarify that, if someone has been referred to you, the odds are that they're going to be researching on the internet to see what other options are out there. Okay, so how can you use this this information to increase your conversions? Well, you can have really good SEO. Okay, so what this really means is... Um, maybe someone has been referred to one of your competitors, but they're going to research other law firms as well. So what can you do? Well, you can ensure that you have really good visibility on Google and you're going to achieve that with SEO. You can achieve that with Google ads. You can achieve that by having a good presence on the local map pack by optimizing your Google My Business profile. Okay, you can also in- increase the chances that that referral, um, sorry, I'll clarify again, um, If a client was referred to your law firm, okay, you can increase your chances of converting them by having really good reviews on Google and Facebook, okay? And the same works on the other end. So if if a client was referred to a competitor, they might find you online and then they might read your reviews and they might think, you know what? I reckon this law firm looks better than the one that was recommended to me. I might give them a go, okay? This has happened to me in the past, not just for law firms, but... I was recommended a mob to build my inbuilt uh, my my built-in wardrobes at my new property, and I looked them up, and they had the worst reviews in the whole city. <laughs> so, I did not take that personal recommendation. Um, I found a different um, group that had really good reviews that I'd never heard of before, and it worked out really well. Okay, so great SEO, Google Ads, Google Map Pack, get some really good reviews on Google and Facebook. Okay, have a really good social media presence, or at least have a better one than your competitor. 
competitors do. Often, you know, the key to marketing your law firm is just to do it better than your competition. You don't have to be perfect, okay? You don't have to be like, yeah, you just have to basically be the be one of the better ones in the in the competition in the in the marketplace. And sometimes that's actually not that hard. Okay, so be be present on Facebook, be present on Instagram if you're trying to target that younger demographic. Um, LinkedIn, especially if you're B2B, okay? So social media presence. Also, have clear and compelling unique selling points, all right? So when when a potential client is, you know, checking you out, looking at your website, you know, why should they hire you? What are, you unique, what are your unique selling points? I'll talk about more of that. Um, I'll go into more detail soon. But, you know, do, do people really care if you have 30 years of experience? Do they really care if you're... I don't know if you have an attention to detail or if you're passionate. Those things are really good, but they're not so uh, quantifiable. Okay, so basically, you can just say whatever you want, right? Anyone can say that they, you know, that they care and they pay attention and they have experience and all that. But what some people can't say is things that need to be backed up by proof, right? So, you know, how many reviews do you have? So, how much social proof does your law firm have? Well, you either have, you know, two hundred Google reviews or you don't right? So start thinking more about your unique selling points. And I'll talk about that more in this episode soon, once we look at uh, what the clients actually really want. And that's clarified in the report. And just one other way you can increase your conversions. Um, Maybe, okay, we're still talking about the fact that people will often research other firms, even if they are referred. Okay. So just a point I want to make is you could include a page on your website. That's about, you know, why us? Okay. Where you basically put through your unique selling points and you can have, you can have three of them. You can have 10, you can have probably no, probably no more than 10. That's probably enough. Okay. Somewhere between three to 10 sounds, sounds good right now. Uh, So have a page. that's like, why us? So if someone is really on the fence, they can go to that page and they can get an idea of what makes you, you you know, what is your unique selling point? What, what is your point of difference to other law firms? You could also have a page for people who are thinking of switching law firms as well. So, you know, make the move or switch to us. That's especially important if you're in personal injury. Okay, and maybe someone's not really happy with how their claims being managed, and they might want to go to a page that's going to talk about switching to this law firm and maybe why they should do that. All right, all right. Um, what ideas do you have? Okay, get in touch with me. I want to know what your thoughts are, even if you disagree with some of the points. Now, if you disagree with me, don't tell me. No, I'm kidding. If you disagree with me, get in touch. I want to know what your thoughts are. Okay, so what I've what I've talked about so far from this report is we've gone through how clients choose their firm. Okay, so personal referrals is, is number one and then internet search, but also keep in mind that most people who are referred, okay, are going to uh, look at their other options as well. So it's not a silver bullet. All right, the next key takeaway from this report, they've talked about what clients actually want. So they've asked clients, you know, what are um, the main priorities that you have when choosing a lawyer? Okay, so they were basically asked to rank them from one to five, one being not important, five being very important. Okay, so in order of importance, this is super important, guys. So um, the first, all right, so I'll just go in order of, you know, most important to least important. So the main reasons people said were, uh, I want to understand the legal process I'm engaging in. Okay, so they really want to understand what they're getting involved in. Okay, they want the process to be quick and easy. Okay, that could be especially applicable to family law. They want a personal service. Okay, they want, um, they don't want to spend 
um, a lot of money on a lawyer. So price is a significant factor, okay? And they, they might feel apprehensive about engaging a lawyer and they want to be put at ease, all right? So this stuff's really important, okay? So they want to understand the legal process. They want the process to be quick and easy, okay? Especially if they're busy and they're employed and they've got other things to do. They want a personal service, okay? They don't want to just be a number. Um, they don't want to spend a lot on, on a lawyer, and they feel apprehensive about engaging a lawyer and they want to be put at ease. Okay. Now, interestingly, I will explain how you can use this information very shortly to improve your conversions. But interestingly, Setify asked clients um, if Setify helped them fulfill the priorities that I just mentioned. And the, the response was fairly um, positive. So it actually seems... Um, unintuitive, but many clients felt that Setify provided a personal service, even though it's essentially a robot, it's, it's, it's technology. So this um, gives some interesting insight into what people consider personal, given that they're not actually interacting with any people, all right? So maybe they felt like they were getting a personal service because the, uh, the technology was very um, user-friendly and applicable to the questions that they actually had. Okay, so would you consider using a tool like Setify? Now, this episode is definitely not sponsored by Setify. I've got nothing um, against Setify. They, they're great, but they've not sponsored this. I'm just um, just asking you, uh, you know, would you consider using a tool like Setify? Because I have a lot of clients come to me and they're thinking about, you know, various forms of legal tech like Automio and Joseph, and there's a whole bunch of others out there, but I just can't think of them right now. Um, a lot of them don't actually implement um, the use of legal tech. Um, that's why there's some really good businesses out there that are, that are helping with that, um, specifically legal design businesses. Um, but uh, would you consider using something like Certify? And if so, like what's stopping you from doing that? You know, what's the biggest roadblock to implementing some uh, legal technology? Um, if I can just give you a quick word of advice, if you are really serious about using one of these legal tech providers, your whole law firm really needs to be on board, okay? Even if it's as simple as incorporating, you know, a platform like Calendly so you can do some online scheduling, right? Your whole law firm really needs to be on board with this stuff, okay? So the takeaway, all right, we've looked at what uh, what do people really uh, consider important when they're uh, considering a law firm? Okay, so how can we use this information to increase conversions? Well, first of all, you can have better unique selling points, all right? So if people really want the process to be quick and easy, maybe one of your selling points should be it's quick and easy, okay? If people want to un- understand um the process that they're engaging in, maybe one of your unique selling points should be plain English legal advice, okay? If they um, are are concerned about how expensive this could all be, you could uh, have a unique selling point that's called affordable rates or, you know, value for money legal service or something like that. Because I know a lot of you don't want to be cheap. You don't want to be, uh, you know, to be attracting price hunters. But you uh, probably don't want to be making your law firm sound like uh, it's a money pit. Okay, people really would like to get some type of idea about how much this is going to cost them and how long it's going to take. And usually a lot of lawyers, their answers are, it depends, it depends, it depends. Uh, if you can do better than that, um, I, I'm pretty bloody confident that you're going to see really good conversions if you can give people some peace of mind. Okay, if people also 
you know, uh, what was my other thing that I wanted to say? If they, so if convenience is a big factor, okay, one of your unique selling points could be, you know, people don't need to visit the office, right? You have Zoom and phone appointments, right? How good would that be? What about, you know, for people who are apprehensive about contacting a lawyer? So how can you put them at ease, right? Well, you can have some really good social proof on your website, okay? So instead of just having a testimonial that's got no face and and no way of verifying if it's real, you can have real five-star reviews that are linked directly to your Google reviews and or your Facebook reviews or any other, you know, trustworthy um, review website, okay? You could offer a 10-minute free discovery call. So with no obligation to become a client, all right, that can really put people's mind at ease. I have a client and I'm doing her Google ads campaign. And, and recently, you know, I had a look at her website and I said, look, um, would you consider offering, you know, a 10 minute free phone call and people can book in for that? Because right now at, the, at that time, the only option she had on her online scheduler was a paid um, 60 to 90 minutes consultation, which I think is great. I think it should be up there. But I'm a big fan of offering the short free phone call, okay, and also the longer um, consultation that comes with a fee, okay? Because I think that really... um, explains to people that this is not a free service, okay, but we are happy to give you um, a short amount of our time. We just, if you want to have a chat with us, that's totally fine. And you'd expect that from most service businesses, okay. But if you really want to go in depth and get some real legal advice from us, it's not going to come free, okay. So um, what was the other thing? Okay. So people have uh, listed, you know, the most important reasons, um, uh, the, the things that are of most importance when choosing a law firm, okay? And I've suggested that you can use some unique selling points to really, um, to really uh, you know, uh, speak, speak to people. But you could also um, use some of these uh, reasons and incorporate them in your title tag and your meta description so that when your website shows up on search results, it mentions some of these things that people find important. Okay, so your title tag really needs to have your primary keyword. That's the most important thing. But there might be enough space in your SEO plugin um, to maybe include something in there like um, five-star reviews or uh, affordable service or value for money or something like that. It depends. But most importantly, okay, if you can't fit that in your title tag, you can put it in your meta description. Okay, Your meta description is the thing below the title tag. So in the search results, you usually see um, the title tag and below that, that's where the description is. Okay, And that's what people are looking at. And if you have a really compelling meta description that includes, you know, um, Things like plain English legal advice, it's quick and easy, you know, you can get uh, online appointments, no need to come into the office, personal service, you know, value for money, you know, um, uh, 10-minute free discovery call without any obligation. If you can fit some of that in there, what can happen is you can increase your click-through rate, okay? Now, this matters because it's a ranking factor. So when your website shows up in search engine results, the more times people click on it, your click-through rate increases, and that's essentially a vote um, for your website to show up um, more often in search results and in a higher position, Okay, and it snowballs from there. So if you can increase your click-through rate by speaking people's language, that could really help. 
All right. So um, I hope that makes sense. But what are your ideas? You know, uh, I've given you some of the reasons people consider important. All right. But, you know, how would you, how would you use that to increase your conversions? All right. Now we're getting towards the end. There's one more um, main thing from the report I want to discuss quickly. And they go into uh, inquiry patterns for new clients. Okay. So here's a few important points. Now response time. So how time sensitive are new inquiries? In other words, how quickly do you have to reply to a new inquiry um, so that you you can increase your conversion rate? So it turns out that making a fast response makes a big difference. Um, inquiries actually decay at quite an alarming rate. In fact, slow response times could be decreasing your conversion rates by 23% or more, according to this report. So the percentage would be, could be somewhere similar you know, for your law firm and for your practice area. Okay, so we're looking at somewhere around 20 to 30% probably. So essentially, my, my suggestion to you Based on the chart that I can see, obviously you can't see this because you're looking at a report, uh, you're listening to a podcast, but essentially I would suggest um, that you try to respond to new online inquiries within one hour if they come through during business hours, all right? So if that's the job of your admin staff, then let's hope that they get, they get back to these inquiries quickly, okay? So within one hour if possible. Now, the next thing, when do clients come? Okay, so no data. We don't have any data on phone. I just realized how dirty that sounded. Um, but <laughs> there's no data on phone inquiries. So um, basically what we're looking at right now, when do clients come? We're looking at, do they um, contact? <laughs> they could have worded that better, but um, um, most... Uh, so we're looking at whether or not clients are inquiring during business hours or outside of business hours. Okay, so 44% of online inquiries... Ca- 44% of online inquiries came outside of office hours. So it's important to have an engaging and easy online inquiry process. So yes, still the majority of online inquiries were coming through um, uh, during um, office hours, but it's pretty close. All right, and we don't have any data on phone inquiries in this report, um, but uh, just I can tell you that looking at the Google My Business stats for my clients, um, most phone calls will come during business hours, all right, now and then then there's a little bit more um, variety in when online inquiries are coming through. All right, so if you can have like an autoresponder, okay, for online inquiries, that could be really good, all right? So when someone inquires outside of business hours, they get an online response, um, they get an automated response, sorry, that's explaining, you know, that you have their inquiry and this is when they can expect a reply, okay? Now, um, I'm glad we got through that. Uh, So Monday is also the busiest day of the week, so there's probably no surprises there. But it could be worth beefing up your client intake capacity on Monday mornings or at least having someone come in early. Um, so whatever your strategy is, the fact is that the uh, that Mondays are the most busiest. And if you uh, so based on what I've already said, um, it's important to inquire. Um, it's important. It's, it's, inc- it's important to learn how to speak. It's important to respond to inquiries quickly. Um, now, the final thing, right? 
Um, yearly. Okay, so which times of the year are busiest? Now, according to the report, it turns out that the famous January bump is actually slightly eclipsed in February. Um, that was made clear when we controlled for the fact that there are three more days in January, thus February sees the most inquiries per day across Australia. So in summary, the first three months of the year clearly represent the strongest quarter and a time for firms to focus on marketing. Okay, so if you're thinking about maybe, uh, you know, giving the marketing a break over January, maybe reconsider that. Uh, That's obvious coming from me, but, um, you know, it's in the it's in the data there. Okay, so first three months of the year are very important, especially um, in family law and in Australia. So, um, you know, I'm guessing maybe that's people don't get along so well over Christmas, maybe. Uh, So let's wrap up this episode. Um, I've got a note there on my computer saying, do it quickly and don't ramble, Brandon. Okay, so just do a, do we need to do a quick recap? You guys get the idea, okay? We've gone through this report. um, We've gone over a bunch of key findings and I've given you some suggestions on how you can increase your conversions. Um, This episode's about 30 minutes long or so. So you might wanna go through again and take some notes or you can just get in touch with me if you wanna talk about anything that I've discussed today. do the the standard call to action that I always do. Just reminding you, if you want to get that free stuff, uh, go go to legalsites.com.au, grab the law firm marketing plan and the case, and the case study. If you want to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review, subscribe, and maybe tell a friend about the podcast. And if you've got ideas for episodes and stuff you want me to chat about, uh, get in touch. And uh, that's it. So, yep, wrapping it up. Just less than thirty minutes. Awesome. Uh, but until next time, I'm Brandon Kelso and you've been listening to Better Law Firm Marketing. Okay, bye for now.